This realm is your realm. This realm is my realm. From dragons then to the elven kingdom. From the moot of many to the giant snail city. This realm was made by you and me. Hi, I'm Adrian, and welcome to This Realm is Your Realm. It's a podcast where together we build a fantasy world one episode at a time. Basically, the way this podcast is going to work is that every episode, me and my friend Benjamin, and sometimes a guest, have an hour to flesh out a new aspect of our fantasy world, whether that's a new location or a culture or a piece of history that exists in this like imaginary setting. So some background as to why... We're doing this for a while i wanted to create a world to run dungeons and dragons in and i thought this would be like a fun and collaborative way to do that because then i don't have to come up with everything myself and i can make use of like everyone's imaginations especially my friend benjamin who i don't live in the same city as and i don't get to spend as much time with uh yeah so basically <laughs> the goal is you can talk whenever you want I don't oh know okay that. cool yeah the goal basically is to over time build this really cool fantasy world that a bunch of people have contributed to and then anyone can take that and run D&D in it or write stories about it or make art of it because that would be cool yeah and hopefully avoiding uh, fantasy cliches as well and uh, coming up with something creative innovative and and different you know yeah, I <laughs> Yeah, I think I want this world to be like different from other worlds. I don't want it to be so out there because like although this is not only for D&D, I do want to use this for D&D. I want it to be like kitchen sinky enough that basically if someone opens up like the player's handbook and there's like elves and dwarves in there, I want to be able for them to to play those things in this world so that it's not like a huge adjustment. But those things can be very different than how they normally are in D&D. Oh, I was just gonna say, I have some very strong opinions on elves, uh, as you know. Yeah, me too. And I'm looking forward to when we do our elves episode, because I think that'll be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the the fun part about this will be taking the things that we like from fantasy or that we want to maintain those like fantasy tropes and changing the ones that we don't like or that we think could be more interesting. Um, So for this first episode, we're going to try to nail down some kind of broad concepts and elements that might make our world unique and also some of like the rules of the world. We're also going to try to come up with a name for it so that we can stop saying like our world and actually (laughs) refer to it. I don't know if we're going to get all that done this episode. I was like, we might have to do like a two part. We can try. We can try because I think part of the fun is going to be giving ourselves like these limitations like we only have an hour to do this or whatever and using that to try to sort of stimulate our creativity. I think we can do it. Because I think we're too capable. Of <laughs> well, that's you're putting a lot of faith in us, I think. I have nothing but faith. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully by like the end of the episode, we'll have something like name of world is a world of something and something where something does something and something does something else. Does that make sense? But we'll fill in all those blanks, obviously, with our ideas mm-hmm. and with ideas from people that I collected before this episode. I went to... So we obviously don't have any actual listeners yet because this is the first episode and it hasn't been released. Yeah. But we took ideas from our friends and we took ideas from some online kind of communities that I'm a part of. So I've put some of these suggestions onto a table and I think it would be fun if we called it like the table of many things because that's like a D&D thing, you know, of like course. the deck of many things. Yeah. And then I have a number for each one and and we can roll dice to like pick one at random when we need an idea. I think that would be really fun. 
Sure. Um, okay. Well, uh, should I? Or do, should we actually like set a timer? I can for how long? One hour. Let's oh, start with yeah. one hour, and then we'll see how that goes. Great. All right. I'm starting in now. Yes. Go. Wait. Hold on. When the timer <laughs> ends. <laughs> okay. How about we take a breath? Um, okay. When the timer ends, do we want the night owl sound effect to play? Mm. Or like what? That's what I have it set as, but we can do. Is we there can... a more fantastical? Night owl is pretty fantastical. Well, night owl is this. That's, yeah. I thought it would be like an actual owl. Uh, it's not. Um, let me see what else we got. I have a duck. Is there like a magic? Is there a magic one? I have a duck. Let me hear the duck. Which is close to an owl. It's just a duck quacking. Well, I want to hear it. Okay, let's do that one. That one? All right. Yeah. Fantasy duck. Now we have um, to have ducks in the world. Yeah. Well, were you thinking that's one of the changes we were going to make from a regular fantasy world is this doesn't have ducks? Uh, you know, I was pondering it, but uh, <laughs> I guess we can include them. All right. I'm starting the timer now. Okay. Ready? Yeah. And go. go. Okay. Okay. So this world, uh, we both prepared like ideas for broad concepts that could be central to this world. What are your ideas, Ben? Did, did we do that? <laughs> Well, we both talked. We talked about it a little bit. It's okay if you don't have any. I have a few. Okay. One that we both kind of sort of agreed on before, which is technically cheating, I guess, that we did it outside the time limit, is dragons. Yeah, dragons. Yes. Um, of course, dragons. You got to have dragons. But I think the challenge will be how to make our dragons different or the role they play in the world to be different. I have some ideas on that. Cool. And I'm sure we'll do a whole Dragons episode, but even in this episode, I think if we come up with, if we think about like our our statement that we're making, the um, whatever the world is, is a world of something and something, if we can come up mm-hmm. with an adjective, just like an adjective to pin to the, to the dragons or even a verb that will like just demonstrate in like the elevator pitch how our dragons are different. Okay. You see what I'm saying? An adjective for the dragons? Yeah, or like a verb, like the dragons do something. Like if they play a certain, like let's say the dragons like are the monarchs of every region in the world, for example, oh. um, then that would be like a verb. So we could put in our elevator pitch, it's a world where dragons rule over like everyone or something. I don't like that. I like dragon. I like my dragons dumb. And... Okay, so you like, interesting. Yeah. Like bestial. Yeah, you know, I like dragons a lot of the time. They're just, uh, they're so smart and they're so cool. I'm kind of done with that. Okay. Do you think the dragons are Mary Sue's? I think dragons are Mary Sue's and that might be a controversial <laughs> thing to say, but I think... It's definitely a loaded word that maybe I shouldn't have used. Uh, well, we can call them... They're very OP. They're very... Uh... <laughs> dragons are OP. <laughs> yeah. They're very OP. And, uh, you know, I'm just... I'm... Isn't that kind of the fun of dragons, though? Like, is it... Some... You want to take dragons and make them mundane and... and like, I'm not talking know, about... Impotent? I'm... <laughs> impotent. I'm not talking yeah. about them in terms of, like, changing them into, like, Pete's dragon or the dragons from Dragon Tales, <laughs> who right. are pretty OP themselves. But I would like some dumb dragons. I want dragons who are dumb and don't know what they're doing. Okay. Like you're saying they have like human layer of like sentient level intelligence. They're just stupid. Uh, not even that. Well, uh, well, possibly that. But uh, also if they were just big, dumb animals, that would also be cool with me. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind bestial dragons because I think that like that's almost scarier. Like, well, they're just scary for different reasons, right? A dragon that's very intelligent and is like this evil being mm-hmm. like indeed that's traditional for D&D. 
that's scary because they can plan and plot and have like goals. Yeah. Sort of scary in a different way is a dragon that is just like a wild animal that, but is so powerful, like, you know, can fly and is like as big as a school bus. Yeah. But you can't, re- you literally can't reason with it and it will act entirely based off of instinct. Abs- I think that's really cool too. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite kind of dragon is one that's just dumb. <laughs> it just wants to eat and sleep. Okay. And, uh, well, let me. Let's write this Bring down. Then. I already did. Okay. Well, I'm going to write it down on my end, so I don't. I just wrote dragons, comma big dumb, dumb, <laughs> dragons, dumb. So we'll have to refine that into because I don't think we want to say whatever is a world of dumb dragons. No, that's bad. That. Do we want to do that now, or do you want to put a pin in it and move we can on? put a pin in it? It's dragons. Okay. Uh, dumb, bestial, b- dumb dragons. We're putting a big pin. Big dumb. In. Got it. So that's definitely going to play a big part of our world. We know. Yeah. That. Okay. My, uh, should we alternate ideas? Um, well, I was going to bring up some, uh, a question for you for, yeah, for what I wanted to, to say was, um, are we basing this off of a, a culture, an existing culture in the world, like an ancient culture? Um, medieval right. Europe is obviously the one that, that people tend to go to, but is there a different yeah. culture that maybe you had in mind or are we just trying to create our own kind of thing? I don't think we have to cleave so closely to one culture. I do like the aesthetic of European style fantasy. Like that's what I'm used to. But I want this to be inclusive and I want it to have room for other cultural influences. Um, I think a way that we can do that. I mean, Ben, you're white. I am. And and I am not white, but I'm very like sort of westernized or like I don't have a strong connection to my dad's culture. So I think it's important that we have a wide variety of guests on who have expertise in these different cultures and can bring their own knowledge to it. And regardless, um, like not everybody in this world is going to be white for sure. (laughs) I definitely think that like, yeah, like you can have, you know, you can have diversity in, in people within any kind of setting. And that that's, I think is going to be like, yeah, important. And yeah. And there was diversity back then as well. So yeah, totally. Yeah. And like that goes also for, I think, like, you know, gender and that kind of thing. Cause I, I just like, I think we could probably, that's something we could probably agree on. Mm-hmm. Like, we probably don't want to make like a patriarchal fantasy world. Like, if you use it to make a statement about patriarchy, that can be good. But I just don't think it's that much fun. <laughs> <laughs> patriarchy um, isn't people, fun. Uh, we can agree on that. Yeah, yeah. We can agree on, as two men, we can agree that it's really absolutely like, especially I think for D&D, like, whenever I run D&D, I never really, think about making a patriarchal world because it just limits the kind of characters that people can play in a way that I think is not fun. Mm-hmm. I think that like escapism is a big part of like fantasy and, mm-hmm. and D&D and that probably is something that a lot of people want to escape mm-hmm. are like things like bigotry obviously. Yeah. What's our time at? Uh, we have 49 minutes left. Okay, not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, your turn for an idea. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, here's my idea and it came to me in a dream last night. No oh my joke. God. So I think that it might be my best idea ever because Mary Shelley esque. <laughs> I was going to say to me in Samuel Taylor Coleridge or Catherine Hardwick. <laughs> sure, Stephanie uh, Twilight. What's the Twilight? Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Meyer. That's what I was. Stephanie Meyer. Like, who's Catherine Hardwick? Catherine Hardwick. That's a great. I'm looking it up. Stephanie Meyer. That's what I was trying to get at because Twilight also came to her in a dream. So I guess this could go either way. Um, oh, she's something to do. Oh, is she the director of Twilight? She is. There you go. She's an American. There you go. Okay, I'm smart. I'm smart and I'm not stupid. <laughs> Catherine Hardwick appeared to Stephanie Meyer in a dream. And said, and I will direct you. I will direct your vampire movie. Yeah. Um, okay, my idea is magic comes from space. 
Elaborate. <laughs> okay. So, you know, magic systems and like what is magic and where magic comes from is usually like a big part of fantasy. Or sometimes it's not dealt with at mm-hmm. all. But obviously magic is a big part of fantasy worlds. So I was thinking, or my dream self was, I guess, thinking magic comes from space. What that means, I think, okay. is that magic is like not so much like not that you have to go into space i I don't see this necessarily (laughs) the setting being like one where you go into space yeah there are fantasies and there's dnd settings like that like spelljammer but i think it's more that like the stars and the you know like the firmament are central to magic and that like um, I don't know. Oh, okay, like, celestial. Yeah, celestial. Celestial like, magic. The basis for magic. Or or maybe things fall from the sky. Like like maybe the this world was without magic and then something fell from the sky from space mm-hmm. and brought magic to to this world. Okay. Um, maybe everything that's magic came from space originally. Like whether that's like the, whatever the original sources of magic are, whether that's magical creatures, like maybe dragons or, or magical items or, or crystals or whatever, like whatever the source of magic is, I think came from, um, space. Interesting. And I see like wizard, maybe wizards in this world, they have to like be astronomers as well. And they have to study the skies at night in order to like learn magic. Like that's inherent to it. They have to be astronauts. NASA (laughs) is wizards. (laughs) No. Oh. No, I don't know if NASA is wizards. Maybe. (laughs) I, I, again, I don't want people to like go to space. I don't want this to be a thing where you're always going to space. No, that, yeah, that seems foolhardy but no i, li- I like yeah. that idea um did you ever read peter and the star catchers no oh it's great um they have a similar idea wherein stardust is magically based and it actually like mutates animals into magical creatures oh i love that's really cool yeah it was just kind of explaining what where the fantasy creatures in neverland came from and so like birds that were exposed to the stardust became fairies and like fish that became exposed to the stardust became the mermaids that's cool yeah so i think we could do something like that like that's i'm also thinking of like stardust the the oh yeah yeah yeah. of course where a star falls to earth and it's like you know she's a person are you thinking that wizards came from space um (laughs) not necessarily i mean in in at least in D &D terms a wizard is just someone who learns magic right yeah yeah yeah. can become a wizard maybe it's like sorcerers in D, they have like magic in their bloodline so maybe they originally came from space maybe elves came from space s in nasa stands for sorcerer sorcerers natural agency for sorcerers national aeronautic sorcerer sorcerer academy academy yeah or not maybe let's put well let's Let's put a pin in that pin in that Let's put a pin sure. in that. I think that's going to be sort of a motto for this podcast. Put a pin in it? There's just so, put a pin Great. in it because there's so many things to think about. There are. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you missed it, but I did say maybe elves come from space. And I want to make sure that you heard oh. that because I think that's fun. Elves from space. Because like they're kind of like the often the most magical sort of um, species. Oh, an, an important note. I don't want to say race on this podcast. Okay. As like fantasy race, because that is kind of like a like it's just that word has very like colonial roots. So maybe we can we can either say like peoples, the peoples of the or world. Culture. Or we could say cultures mm-hmm. or like um ancestries or something. Sure. But yeah, I think they're usually like the most kind of magical peoples. So maybe they're from space and that's why they're magic. Okay. That's just again, put a pin put in Put a pin in it. For the elf episode. On the space themed episode, wherein we decide what <laughs> came from space 
And what did not? That could be fun. I, I think the idea of dragon egg is coming from space is really cool. Like an asteroid and they're like, it's a rock from space. And no, it's a dragon egg. And then a dragon hatches from it. Okay. Meteor, meteor egg. <laughs> Write that. Yeah, down. Okay. These notes are going to be incomprehensible by the end of. Do you have an, another idea of where we put a pin in magic comes from space? Let me find. Uh, oh, how about the concept of a big bad in this world? Like an evil empire of sorts. I'm actually a big fan of evil empire. Okay, I was going to say maybe not. Okay. I'm a big fan of like nuance and villains and okay. political, social, socioeconomic, etc. factors in making individuals act in certain ways, whether that be evil or good. I can get down for that. For yeah. Sure. So like maybe, yeah, like, a, yeah, not having. I like, in, I like intrigue for sure. Yeah. Not like a particularly evil society or an evil empire of sorts, but okay. having various difficulties depending on where you are in the world and having to deal with those in a nuanced and complex manner. I will say that like, I want this setting to be like general enough that people, if they're playing D&D or if they're writing Mm -hmm. stories could, uh, it's basically why I don't want to say like what genre or what tone is this Mm -hmm. world, because I'm I'm sure some of that will come out, but I don't want to say it so um, emphatically because I think it would be fun to create a world that people can run or, or write various kinds of stories in. Yeah. Uh, so I think that, yeah, we could definitely have, like, you could run a game that is all about, like, complicated politics in between different kingdoms where no one is really good or bad yeah. in this world. Or you could run a game maybe that has some evil force that's trying to take over. Because that's I, I kind of like those stories. I like a combination. But yeah, so I like that idea that, like, how can we, like, put this into words that, like, there's, like, a bunch of different sort of kingdoms or regions, like, yeah. that all have their own interests? Like, how can we sort of make this concrete? Yeah. Or do we want to say that it's, that it's like, a world of political intrigue? A world of political intrigue would be what I would go for, for sure. Okay, well, let's write that down, though. Okay. Political intrigue. I'm very on, I'm, I'm very on board with political intrigue. Yeah. And I'm, like, obviously I'm fine with having villains. But I see what you're saying, that maybe there is no one evil region or evil people. Yeah, and, like, that obviously has colonial connotations as well. Totally, totally, right? I think it'd just be best to not have that, A, because I find it a little boring, and B, Mm -hmm. um, I'm just, yeah, I'm a big fan of political intrigue, and so having that within this world would be more more interesting, interesting in, in my book anyway. Yeah, I can get down for that. Like, I think that, like, in any one story or any one game, you can certainly have one people who are acting in a way that's evil. Like, evil still exists in a world of nuance, right? But it's not that they're inherently evil. It's that the circumstances, the culture that has arisen within them at this point has led to to political actions that may be evil. Yeah. In that's a big thing in Avatar, right? Yeah, that's like what the I was Fire thinking Nation, with Avatar. Yeah. The Fire Nation and Avatar, The Last Airbender, the TV show. I mean, everyone's probably seen it, but <laughs> um the, the 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 Fire Nation are definitely the bad guys, right? Yeah. On the whole. But that doesn't mean that every member of the Fire Nation is evil. That doesn't mean that people from the Fire Nation are inherently evil. It was the circumstances, it was like the leadership in the case of that often that had led to them acting in like an aggressive expansionist way Mm -hmm. that was really inflicting a lot of harm on the other nation. Yeah, and you see all that, like uh, all the propaganda and all the like, I'm just thinking of the one episode where they go to the, where Aang goes to the school. Right. And sees all those kids kind of being indoctrinated into that idea of Fire Nation superiority. Right. Avatar definitely made that clear that, like, there's good people and evil people on every side. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, let's write. Yeah. Political intrigue. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, let's sure. put a pin in that. <laughs> pin it. Pin. <laughs> pin it. How much time do we have left? We have 36 minutes. Sick. Wow. We're flying through this. We are. Uh, so let's 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 go back quickly to our elevator pitch. We'll call it. It's a world of something and something where something does something and something does something else. Do we feel like we have something we can plug in there yet? Uh, blank is a world of. We could say political intrigue. Yeah. Okay. So that's one blank filled. Blank is a world of political intrigue and magic from space and space space magic magic. how can we make that sound not celestial magic and celestial magic we could also say maybe we can plug the magic thing into the something where something does something maybe where it's a world where magic falls from the sky magic falls from the sky i like that okay so it's a world of political intrigue and blank where magic falls from the sky yeah and uh should we jump back to dragons for a second For our dumb dragons, our dumb bestial dragons, yeah. are there like a bunch? Like, what makes them so central to this world? Are there a lot of them? Like, are they just wild? Uh, well, you look like you're uncertain. Oh yeah, I forgot you can see me. Yeah, I don't know about dragons being central to the plot. You know, should we scratch that? Like, there's just. I this think is, we, I'd love to discuss dragons more. I just don't. Yeah, we'll definitely do a dragons episode, but maybe maybe they're not so central to the world. Yeah, maybe not so central to the world is kind of what I'm leaning towards. Okay, I'm okay with that. Okay, we're unpinning dragons and we're pinning it to a different board for yeah. episode ideas. Should we? Do you want to roll for an idea on the on the table of many things? That's what I was going to suggest. Okay. So our very first one, our first roll ever, which is so exciting. What color? What color? Yeah, I have a few different ones. What colors do you have? I can't see you. I have a purple and silver D20. I have... They're getting a real good dice dice ASMR. (laughs) Um, Can you whisper that into the microphone? Dice ASMR. I have a turquoise swirl one. What are we feeling? What what are we? I'm feeling turquoise. Turquoise. I like turquoise. Turquoise. That's actually it's my birthstone. Oh, there you go. Lady turquoise. Lady turquoise. Exactly what I was thinking. Okay, I'm rolling. Sixteen. Legendary weapons and armor. Ooh, interesting. Are you like we can? We don't have to go with whatever's rolled. Are you? Can you think of a fun way in which legendary weapons and armor could be central to this world? Ooh, legendary weapons and armor. Are we talking in the like the sense that legend legendary being like ultra powerful weapons and armor, like certain pieces of armor, like Excalibur, for example? Yeah, I mean, I think if some if weapons and armor fall into legend, it's usually either because they have powers of their own, or maybe they were used by some very important person. Hmm. I like the idea in Game of Thrones wherein weapons are important because they've been passed down and they have that history to them, and maybe mm. they're associated with power in some sense. Totally. But not necessarily like that they are more powerful than any other weapon or a particular piece of armor. So they have symbolic power then. Symbolic power, yeah. Do you feel like this is important enough to be in our elevator pitch? No. Put a pin in it. Put a pin. On the other board. Thank you, Chris, for sending sending that in. When I asked you, Chris, thank you for (laughs) telling me. Chris is a friend of mine who will probably be on the show at some point. Sure. Uh, Should I roll again? Or do you want to roll? I can roll. You know what? I'm just going to use the Wizards website that has them all on there. I don't know how I feel Uh, about you using a digital dice roller for this, but... I can pretend that I'm rolling a real dice. Yeah, pretend that you're rolling, please. Oh, here I go. Come on, sixes. Oh, my God. It actually was a six. Hey, cool. Wild. A six is Post-Apocalypse by DM Steve. 
I got that from. Ooh. You know, like there's a decent amount of fantasy settings that are sort of post-apocalyptic. I'm thinking of like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Uh, my mind immediately went to Adventure Time. Right. Which That's is another good one. Also post-apocalypse and wherein like the radiation from the nuclear fallout has m- m- influenced met a number of creatures into being sort of fantasy archetypes. Right. That's more directly a post-apocalypse because it's a post-apocalypse of our world yeah. rather than a post-apocalypse of a, of a previous fantasy world. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this? I really like it. Adventure Time is one of my favorite shows of all time. And I really like the concept of having a, a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, I think that many people would say that, that it works really well for D&D because then you have all of these. It's traditional in D&D to have, you know, like dungeons and ruins, right, that are leftovers from previous um, empires mm-hmm. that have fallen. Yeah. So I think this works really well. We could even tie that into where magic falls from the sky, mm. as in perhaps there was a cosmic event of some sort, like a, a dinosaur-esque meteor shower that wiped out a lot of people, but also brought magic into the world. Oh, that's cool. So maybe, like, are you saying there was a non-magical world before mm-hmm. and this apocalyptic event caused the end of that world, but the rise of this new world with magic? Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Okay. So blank is a world of political intrigue and nuclear fallout. (laughs) Maybe we want it to be a verb. Maybe it's where magic falls from the sky and creates a new world from the ashes or something. Okay. Where magic falls from the sky and new powers arise from the decay of the decay of the old world i like the word ashes can we say from the ashes of the old why are you attached to ashes i just love that it's like you know it's like the phoenix i love the 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 idea of the the, ash i don't know it sounds cool i love the idea ashes it sounds cool (laughs) that's it it literally just sounds cool Also, it's more accurate because decay of the old world would imply that there was a gradual decline, not that there was an apocalyptic event. Well, I was thinking decay in terms of nuclear decay. Are you saying that there was literally like a nuclear... I'm not saying... Scenario? I'm not saying shit. New powers rise. Ashes ashes of the old world, I think, is kind of cliche. Cliche, okay. New powers rise from the ruins of the old world. The embers. There, and then you have your phoenix metaphor. Yeah, embers sounds almost as cool as ashes. Yeah, the embers of the old world. All right. Okay, wow. We've almost got our elevator pitch. We just need one more. We need our name and we need one more thing, one more noun. Yeah. Should we put a pin in in the Uh post-apocalyptic and should we do another dice roll? Okay, let's do it. Okay. One, natural one. Oh, yeah. Airships. What? I put this as one because I don't like airships, but <gasps> I'm willing to go with what the dice roll and with what I, it feels like you're into. I just want ours to be different if we're going to do them. Why do you not like airships? I uh, I always associate airships with like a very kind of like super high fantasy thing that's like very... I don't know what the word is. I just don't... It doesn't appeal to me as much, but I think it is the association of airships with those kind of settings rather than airships themselves. So if we can do airships in a way, what I will say is if we can do airships in a way that feels more magical to me and more like fantasy and less like steampunky, maybe that's just it. Maybe I just don't like steampunk or, or I don't 
necessarily want to make this a steampunky kind of world. Oh no! I, oh, I'm I'm not down for steampunk either. No offense to steampunkers <laughs> out there. I'm not down for steampunk. I ain't down with say, steampunk. Say no to steampunk. Say no to steampunk. I am a fan of airships because I just think they're cool. <laughs> But I do kind of love that we rolled that because, uh, yeah, it's funny. It, because it's forcing you to come to terms with uh, totally. previous biases and yeah, maybe sure. change your opinion about things. I mean, this is supposed to be a collaborative thing, right? So I think this would be a good step in, in making this not all about my opinions. Yeah, I'm feeling heard for the first time in this podcast. And <laughs> I'm having a great time now. <laughs> <laughs> airships, what I'm thinking, not steampunk airships, but... If we want to have this as like a heavily magical society, like why couldn't we have sky pirates? Yeah, we did talk about pirates. Yeah, Yeah, like ships piloted by magic using pirates, but in the sky. Like if you think about it, why wouldn't you enchant a ship to travel over air rather than water? Okay, yeah, I guess this is sort of maybe even getting into the whole how high fantasy, how low fantasy thing. I think we can still have magic airships, but I don't want them to be so normal. Like an average, the average person, like someone who lives in, you know, a city or a town or a village Mm -hmm. and they're like a cobbler or something is not going to be like, I want to visit my cousin. I'm going to go take a magic airship. Okay. I would see it more as like, oh, I've heard that there's, you know, that's, you know, somewhere far away in more fantastic parts of this world that there are like sky pirates and you know maybe you saw one off in the distance once but the average person is not like using it as a normal form of, of transportation there's not an airport no, in every I major don't think city so, right are you okay with that i'm perfectly okay with that yeah no i agree like if you if you bring in airships into all the major cities that is literally just an airport um yeah which is no fun you know i'm thinking like uh you know treasure planet yeah wildly underrated movie or back to stardust right yeah back to stardust that's the thing too and like in treasure planet too although it is set in space it's got like a cool aesthetic to it and i really like right i do prefer the aesthetic of of like a, a flying galleon or sloop or schooner or any of these other ship names that i know yeah um rather than like a blimp let's can we call them something other than airship besides an airship Sky ship? Sky schooner. Cloud ship? Sky schooner? Mm. Also, brief interlude. We do have 15 minutes left. Okay, we better get this cracked out so we can do our name, or maybe we'll have to do a different episode. For we, we, let's we'll go. get it cracked out. I just want to really quickly say that I was writing something down. I assume it was legend, but all I have written is leg, and I don't know what it... Blank is a world of Is legs. a world of leg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, airships. Let me think here. What You don't like cloud ship? Cloud ship? Yeah. I like cloud in the name. Cloud, no, cloud I think cutter. This would be cloud cutter? Yeah. The issue is, if in our elevator pitch we say blank is a world of cloud cutters, people are like, what the well, fuck We could is just that? say sky pirates. Cloud cloud pirates? Cloud pirates. That's not... Cloud pirates? Cloud pirates. It's sure. like cloud giants, but they're pirates. I like that, because I think sky pirates is sort of a standard thing. Yeah. Blank is a world of political intrigue and cloud pirates, where magic falls from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> And new powers rise from the embers of the old world. Yeah, I know. The Cloud Pirate sounds off. It sort of stands out a little bit. It it's so specific is the thing. Yeah. Is a world of of flying ships? Flying ships doesn't sound cool. You don't think flying ships sounds cool? I think if I saw a flying ship, it would be cool. I don't think... Flying pirates? 
Fly, well, <laughs> that sounds like they are flying. Yeah, that sounds like, like they are. Oh, shit, the pirates are coming. Ah. And you look up, and there's a bunch of guys flying through the, the air. The backed pirates are back. <laughs> I guess, is this is are these so central to our world? Like, Can we say sky sailors? Sky sailors. That sounds better sure. than cloud pirates. I like sky sailors. Okay. Blank is a world of sky sailors and political intrigue, where magic falls from the sky and new powers rise from the embers of the old world. Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that. All right, we how long do we have to come up with a name? We have 12 minutes. Is this possible? Yeah, we can do it. What kind of fantasy names do you like? Because I am of the opinion, I don't like super fantasy sounding fan. This is going to be a theme, I think. I don't like super fantasy sounding fantasy names like Elder Scrolls, right? It's called Tamriel. Yeah. Or it just sounds kind of silly to me. Like it's just so fantasy and it. I think it's hard to remember and it just... I don't like it. I like fantasy names that involve real words. Like um, we talked about Hyrule, right? Legend of Zelda. Mm -hmm. Like that, obviously it's spelled, you know, H-Y-R-U-L-E, but it's literally the English words high and rule, which I feel like make it more relatable. Yeah, no, for sure. My last thing about fantasy names, Tamriel doesn't tell you anything about what kind of world this is. No. Right? No, it doesn't. If this is a world kind of governed by the the cosmos and space and stardust, etc. That's what I was thinking. Something, something to do with, with stars. That, yeah, something to do with stars or space or sky, right? We've got that as a theme for sure. Yeah. If uh, we're talking about stars, like we could use stars from another language. In French, they're étoiles. And uh, in Spanish, they're estrella. Mm, I don't like that. Okay, we can stick with stars. So then just star something. Or, or you know, something else. Like, there's lots of other words, right? Like, stell, you know, stellar. Um, see, okay, now we're going to get typing sounds because I have to boot up the old thesaurus. Uh, we almost made it the whole podcast without it. Stars, stellar, uh, celestial? Yeah, like celest, celest, something, you know. Okay, let me just write these down. Celest, or celestial, stellar, star... Astro. Um, Astro the super dog? No, it's Crypto the yeah. super dog. Gala- Galaxia. 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 No. Can we try and avoid a name um, that ends in A also? Yes, 100%. Okay. Should we do the whole like smash up two, two words thing? Yeah, that's what kind of I was thinking. So, okay, star. Star screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> I've captured Bumblebee. <laughs> Megatron, I've fallen to a new land and inspired magic <laughs> among the folks. Oh, shit. Transformers. That's what's going to make our fantasy world unique. That's what we need to name it after. Okay, what's your favorite Transformer? Starscream, I think. I haven't seen any Transformers, but I know. You haven't seen any Transformers? Nope. I've seen no Transformers media, but I know that I like Starscream the best because he's like a little baby, right? He's like a... I love like little brats yeah yeah, yeah. sort of especially one that's a giant robot i think that's the thing that's funny to me can he turn into a fighter jet he can turn into a fighter jet the idea of something as cool as a giant robot that can turn into a fighter jet being like i'm plotting against you (laughs) is really funny to me i'm a political dissident (laughs) um in a perfect world starscream would be a great place or would be a great name for this place as it does imply that a cosmic event happened that caused many people oh, to scream. It's <laughs> what's another word for scream? <laughs> oh, I'm thinking just now, star scar, <laughs> star star scar. Mm, I don't hate that. I mean, it's, I don't think it we, we're stel- there yet. What about stel scar? Cosmoscar? Coscar? Just Costco. Costco. Got it. Yeah. What about star cry? Is that silly? That sounds like far cry. 
Yeah, you're right. Also, Starcry sounds like a bad name that Starscream would use going undercover. <laughs> Stars. What did you star? Starscar. Let's definitely write that down as a possibility. I said Starscar and I said Stelscar. I don't like Stelscar. Starscar you like, though? Starscar. Starscar. Starscar isn't like the most elegant but it does sound like a fantasy world to me. Starscar? It sounds okay. like a real old school one, which I think is cool. Like it sounds like uh like from like a fantasy novel from like the 80s, like the world of Starscar, you know? <laughs> What's like another uh, word for like dis- like destroy or like like uh like some kind of disaster, right? Like something like uh, that. Nuclear disaster. Star Starbane. Starbane. That mm, Yeah, it's not these I'll are write that down. silly. I think it's Star okay to be a little Bane. silly, but we definitely want to tread carefully. Yeah. How about... S- oh, no, that sounds stupid. What? I was thinking of the word destruct, and I was like, starstruck. But that's <laughs> starstruck. Just starstruck. Actually, starstruck might be all right. Yeah, that's not that bad. Starstruck? Or are you saying starstruck or literally just starstruck? Just starstruck or starstruck. I don't hate starstruck because I like that it's an actual word. We could add in another R or we could t- we could spell it a, a right, funny way. Right, spell it slightly differently. Like yeah. that's sort of the in the high rule tradition, right? Or we could yeah. do, or stellstruck or something like that. Yeah, I like the word struck. We have four minutes left, by the way. I think we can do it. Star. We're... Okay. Starstruck. I'm just going to Google World of Starstruck in case that's a thing already. I mean, there is, the, of course, the 2010 Disney Channel original movie. Oh, Starstruck. God. We don't want them coming after our asses. It definitely, you know, it's catchy, right? But it's it's just maybe a touch too generic. It does have to be, like, a little more specific. Yeah. Are you thinking that you want to stick with Starstruck or and that you just want to spell it differently? Or are you thinking that we want to find a different word for star? Just, like, yeah, something slightly different from that but I, we're oh we're so close maybe maybe star is good but struck you know what it uh, star, star strike stardew valley right star, yeah. star, 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 no i was offering that as a suggestion oh okay yeah that's perfect stardew valley god yeah. ben <laughs> <laughs> oh wait who is in starstruck oh it's sterling knight what about sterl sterling struck I, we went from naming our world after Star Screaming to naming our world after Sterling Knight, and I don't even know who that is. Oh God, he was on Sunny with a Chance. Star Starfell. Starfell. That's got that sounds like something though. Yeah. Um, what if I look up as? Well, we have two minutes. Shit. Oh God. Just gotta go with Starstruck. Here, how about this? Well, we could. Do I don't want to go with a name. Just names are very important. And I don't want to go with one just because we're running out of time. But say what okay. you're gonna say. Let, okay, I'm just looking at synonyms for. We could do Star Strike. Star Strike. I did say that, but then I thought to myself, it sounds like a Nerf gun. Okay, we could do uh, Star Star Spank. <laughs> star Thwack. No, okay. These are Star yes, Force. Star Force. Uh, I I'm in for Star Scar or Star Struck. You're giving up. Well, you have a minute left, man. I mean, we could always. Well, maybe we will have like a working name. The listeners want this. Starstruck is just too, it's just too generic. Stars, I'm a star scar. Star scar? Should we stick with that for now? Yeah. And how do we spell that? Stars, S-T-A-R-S-C-A-R. Just that like that? Star scar. How do you want to spell it? S-T-A-R-R. Star, like Ringo Star. S-E-A-R. Everything's the same except stars with R. Two R's. That's the timer. Star scar. Star scar. Like, it sounds cool. Is it a good name? I don't know. 
Does we'll it, leave that to the is listeners. Is it a cool name? Maybe. I think it's kind of cool. Star Scar. I think it's great. Like, th- here's the thing. How often in an Elder Scrolls game do they actually say Tamriel? Not that often. Yeah, and I think Starscar is a good name because I think it implies that a bad thing happened because of stars a long time ago, but that also that stars are important in this yeah, world. Yeah, it does tell us that. It's like, it's pretty grand, which is cool. Starscar. Starscar is a world of political intrigue and sky sailors where magic falls from the sky and new powers rise from the embers of the old world. Cool. Wow, we did it. Great. We did it. I'm into I'm that. I'm down for it. I'm down. Okay. I'm DTS. Down to Star Scar. <laughs> oh, okay. Wasn't what I thought. <laughs> what do you think? For, but... I'm down to Star Spank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that as a bumper sticker. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Adrian here again. Thanks so much for listening to the first episode of This Realm is Your Realm. You can tune in next Wednesday for episode two, where Benjamin and I are going to tackle politics in Starscar. These first few episodes were actually recorded quite a while ago, so the audio quality of the show will improve within a few weeks. If you want to bear with us, we would really appreciate it. If you want to help us create this world, please follow us on Twitter at ThisRealmPod. There will be a pinned tweet with the episode topics that we're currently collecting ideas for. When this episode comes out, that tweet will include topics that we've already recorded episodes for. But if we get like any new ideas for those topics, I'm thinking that we're going to record some little mini follow-up episodes that will have those new ideas in them and we'll release them in like the same week as the as the old episode. I just really want anyone who sends in ideas right now to be included right away in these first few weeks because you're some of our first listeners and we really appreciate you. So to get your ideas on the table of many things, you can reply to that pinned tweet at This Realm Pod. You can also DM us at This Realm Pod, or you can email us at thisrealmpod at gmail.com. If you like the show so far, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. You can also tweet about the show with the hashtag thisrealmpod so that we can see it, or you can just tell a friend about the show. We would really appreciate that. And that's about it. We'll see you next week for another episode. Goodbye.